you are about to enter the world of the Faceoff Hockey Podcast. Only, it's only game. Why you have to be mad? The cases are real. The debates are real. Their rulings are final. This guy's such an idiot here. <laughs> this is your podcast. This is Face Off Hockey. Tiger, where are you? Tiger! <laughs> we also didn't talk about how now there's going to be a... Uh, oh, no, wow, daddy. People aren't going to hear the off-air conversations, obviously. But Cac was about to tell Mike's uh, girlfriend that he loves her. Um, I don't. I, we should probably put some context into that, shouldn't we? <laughs> if if she loved him, she would watch Creed with him. No, but instead, Creed. I'm going to have to do it, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I don't mind at all. At least Cac loves me. At least I love you. Hey, what about me? <laughs> you never offered. Yeah, we so- don't know Gio. Well, hey, you know what? That's that's a shot. I don't like it. Um. Cac, I love that you remove your your water bottle uh, wrapper so that we don't give out any free advertising because we're not about that at all. Oh, speaking of free ads. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, so oh. guys, welcome welcome back to another episode of Face Off Hockey Podcast. Um, a lot of news to go over today. A lot of little things we'll touch on, but some big stuff we'll go into some bigger discussions about. Um, but we do want to announce... Uh, I guess this is the unofficial, official, unofficial announcement. <laughs> the official, sure. unofficial announcement. Um, I think it's face- the other way. I think it should be the unofficial, official announcement. Whatever yeah, works. Whatever, whatever works. works for everyone. But <laughs> basically, we, we have a sponsor coming on. We're not coming on, but they will be with us for, who knows, hopefully a long time. Um, <laughs> I was going to say long ride, Mike, and that reminded me of that. This is my big rope, and I'm going to ride gonna it. <laughs> ride it, yes. Um, so, yeah, Bean Bundle will be our sponsor. Um, they are a Canadian-based coffee company. I'm totally going off the cuff. They sent us an yeah. ad read, but yeah. we, had, we don't have our promo code or anything set up, so I don't want to give away too much. But we will have a sponsor, Bean Bundle. It's a Canadian coffee company. Um, we're gonna have a promo code for you guys. Um, help us, help you. People helping people. Beautiful stuff. With um, Canadian coffee grounds. It's yeah. So thing. stick stick to our uh, social media channels: Twitter, Instagram at Face Off Puck Pod. Um, we'll probably have an announcement officially, unofficial, <laughs> in the next <laughs> cup in the next couple days on uh, one of the social media accounts. Um, we'll also have the promo codes and stuff linked with our YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you get your podcast, Face Off Hockey Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Um, the Petrangelo sweepstakes, boys, they've, they've begun. Or have they? <laughs> um, our boy, Mike Cack's boy especially, Darren Drager, tweeted no! out. No! Couple- <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> Best friends. Uh, they tweeted, he tweeted out a couple days ago that basically the talks between Petrangelo and the Blues, well, kind of hit a roadblock. Um, there's a lot of rumors out there what they're not agreeing on, but in other words, they kind of told Petrangelo to hit the market for now. Um, there's still about two, three weeks. A lot can change in that time. He could still re-sign in St. Louis. Who the hell knows what's going to happen? Yeah, the, the From what I was hearing, it was like there was the St. Louis Blues weren't willing to pay him more than 8.5 a year. And at that point, Petrangelo was like, well, I mean, screw it. Yeah, I think that's. Do you think that's like a lot he's asking for? Do you well, think we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it. I want to tee up. I want to tee up everything else. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll okay. we'll get into it because there's a lot of stuff to break down with that. Right, and right, right. There's always, of course, how does this affect the Toronto Maple Leafs angle? Correct. <laughs> um, uh, that's hence hence the post on Instagram today. Yes, yes. Um, so as well, uh, Minnesota. Bill Guerin. He continues to do perplexing things. Um, he made a trade. He did not make a signing, and we just don't know what's going on there. So we'll break down Bill Guerin in Minnesota. Um, we also have the Arizona Coyotes. They're back in the news again. Um, not for – what was it? What would you call what they did or uh, John Chaka did? Was he giving out free combines or combines off testing, the books? T- yeah, testing players off yeah, the books. behind the mm. scenes. Um, but it's not that. Uh, they hired a general manager – and then today, or yesterday... And it wasn't Pierre Maguire. Yeah, and it wasn't Pierre Maguire. But yesterday, they also fired their assistant general manager. Um, I have to pull up the name again. I believe his name is Lindsay. Um, and they are rumors they're shipping off Darcy Kemper, Oliver ekman Larson. They got to shed some cap space, so we'll talk about the Coyotes for a bit. 
Um, but quickly, to finish off the award season without the Stanley Cup being named yet, I mean, Tampa and Dallas, that's a great series. Game three will go tonight, and then they'll play uh, games four and five back-to-back um, Friday, Saturday. CAC, what was his name? Lindsay Hofford. It was the assistant yes. general manager and director of scouting. Yeah, so they let him go. Um, but going back to Tampa, Dallas, so that series tied up at one. Game three goes tonight, and then the back-to-backs, game four and five Friday, Saturday. Um, we'll break that down a bit because the first night, Hudobin looked like the consmite, and then two nights ago, well, he, eh, Tampa kind of awoke. Um, but as I was saying with the awards, because I keep rambling, uh, Kale McCarr officially won the Calder Trophy. Dreisaitl officially won the Ted Lindsay and the Hart for those of you who are new to the game and new to our podcast, we'll just kind of explain that quickly. They're both most valuable player awards, but the Ted Lindsay is voted by the players, the Hart voted by the writers and the media. Um, and then the Vesna, which is voted on by the general managers, that was given out to Connor Hellebuck. Um, am I missing anyone else? Lady oh, and- Bing? Well, yeah, that that was a while ago. That was McKinnon. He won the Lady, Lady Bing. Bing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But uh, Roman Yossi, Roman Yossi won the Norris. I know, you know what? Good on this him. podcast, everyone was saying, including myself, John Carlson was probably going to win. But I always said, if there's one guy who really deserves to win it and should win it, it's Roman Yossi. So golf claps and poetic snaps all around for Roman Yossi. Um, we also have Jared McCann re-sign in Pittsburgh. I think it was a pretty favorable deal. It was just under $3 million. That's a lot, I think, for him. Yeah, but, you know, he's a good piece. He can play in the bottom of the lineup. He can every now and then play up in the lineup. Um, Sounds like Kapanen. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he might be on a line with Kasperi Kapanen, who, you know, that big overtime winner he scored, according to Jim Eusen. Um, <laughs> Kasperi. Uh, yeah. oh, Kapanen. Oh, oh, wait, no, Austin Matthews. <laughs> he came off the bench and buried it in. <laughs> um, and then uh, some other big news as well, uh, international hockey and junior hockey-wise. Um, every major international junior tournament was canceled, but the world juniors will still be happening in Edmonton in a bubble. Um, so there'll be no fans. It'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. But what we've been seeing now is what we're going to see in December, Christmas time, just as usual, but they'll be in a bubble. And I think the following year it's going to be in Canada again. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in Alberta. Um, but who knows if there's going to be fans for that one. Um, oh, maybe maybe if it was in Dallas, that well, Alberta is the Texas yeah. <laughs> of Canada. So I mean, don't well, we we'll get into that with the Dallas and Alberta comparison. It'll it'll all come up. We're gonna have some very heated discussions, I think. Also, um, the all go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say a couple other little notes here. Um, Bob Bugner, he's no longer the interim in San Jose. Bobby. Uh, yeah, Bobby Boogs, he is uh, officially the head coach of the San Jose Sharks. Um, the Ottawa Senators, they are going back to their 2D logo. I don't know if you guys saw this. I, I rate that 10 out of 10. I think it's fantastic. Agreed. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. My dad, actually, his adult hockey team that he's played on for like ever, like 20 plus years now, uh, they have, that's their jersey is the 2D Ottawa Senators logo. Nice. Legendary legendary yeah it's an awesome logo um speaking of the ottawa senators you guys can go check out my author profile on the hockey writers shameless plug. Uh, yes um click on my articles it gets me paid um go check it out at thehockeywriters.com. um but before we get into hockey let's go back to some other sports uh football let's give a little fantasy football update for the face-off hockey podcast team in the caster league mm-hmm. boys another big week of 187 points but we're 0-2. It's no. the second week in a row we played the team who put up the most points. So we're like what our friend, the hell? We're like our friend Adrian Skaki. Uh football Correct. fantasy football last year. He started off, I think, one in six in all seven of those games. He just happened to play someone who put up the most points that the, week. The most points that week. Correct. Just couldn't catch a break. And so far we're the team that this year couldn't catch a break. So if we look at it, there's ten teams in this league. Um, it goes by division, which is actually kind of neat. Um, so we're in the South division. We're 0 and 2. We've put up the second most points for, and we have the most points against, and we're in last. Wow. So, I mean, you know what? That's if, promising if this, for the future though. If this was our friends at that Twitter page, we would technically be the best team of all time. Oh, but guess he's what? No friend. We're 0 and 2. So it doesn't 
mean shit. Yeah, you tell them. You tell them, gee, hey, listen, uh, did any of our key players get injured this week? Because this was a bad week for the This NFL. was a bad week, and honestly, I think we came out of it pretty unscathed. Okay, um, that's, 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 that's great. promising. It is promising. Well, we have the 49ers defense, and them losing Nick Bose is going to hurt. May, might hurt us. I might have to drop them, pick up someone else. It, you know what? Defense is probably the best position to be hurt at. So Yeah, but I do have Jarek McKinnon, who is the running back, and he's on the bench, and Mostert got hurt. So looking at some big upside uh, in the future. Another quick fantasy football note in our other private league, our friends league, Mikey played me this week, and he absolutely kicked my ass, and that's all I we'll did. say about that. I did play this <laughs> week, actually, but you know what? And I had an abysmal week, man. I put up like 60 points. Tom Brady got me 10 points or something. What a I think joke. it was 11. Yeah, you know what? I got pretty lucky. My tight end, uh, Hayden Hurst, put up some good numbers for me. My team, you know, they came out to play this week, and I was pretty pretty excited about it. You know what, though? This, is, this always happens to me. Get blown out the first week. Second week, I come in, put up a shit ton of points against someone, no offense, who puts up 60 or 80 points or whatever it was. Yeah, dude, I just, bad week. Bad yeah. week. Will Fuller, I started Will Fuller this week because I benched him last week and he was the most productive offensive player. <laughs> yeah. I put him on my starting lineup. He's taking stretches, taking warm up, and then fucking Bill O'Brien decides not to play him for not yeah. even a snap. I think yeah. he had one rushing attempt, and guess what? He went nowhere. Zero, yeah. zero, zero, zero. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, I mean, it's unlucky. What can you do? Skaki picked up friggin' Neheim, uh, whatever his name is, the guy to touch the ball once. Yeah. So what can you do? Well, not much we can do, but what we can do is now we can talk about hockey. Um, yes, let's let's start it. it off with the actual games being played still. So we have the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida and Texas, battling out for Lord Stanley up in Alberta. Um, so... Yeah. Did you guys happen to catch any of game two? I, I actually sat down and watched this from start to finish. I've only seen bits and pieces from the last couple rounds, but Tampa came out flying in this one. Um, Dallas, I mean, this has kind of been their trend. I mean, they'll show up for a few games and then not disappear, but they'll just get outworked by the other team. And um, Vasilevsky made some big saves. Braden Point was back to his usual stuff. I don't know if John Cooper was trying to play mind games with Rick Bonus about Steven Stamkos. Excuse me, I got the hiccups now. Yeah, um, I see that, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, first, we'll go with Stamkos. This guy, I think this is the second time that he's been on Tampa Bay where they've been in the Stanley Cup Finals, and he's had some injuries. Um, a couple years ago in the conference finals, he had the blood clots, so he couldn't play. Yeah. I mean, if you're Stamkos, and let's say it's a lower body injury, and you're like 51% or even 60% healthy, do you not get in the lineup or – do you pull the ultimate captain move and you just be like, hey, this is probably for the better of the team. I'm only going to be a detriment. I'm just going to sit out. Well, didn't be kind of tough pill to swallow. Well, didn't he do that? Like the last time that it was, uh, they went for a deep run. He inserted himself and they ended up going to, it ended up costing them. So, well, I don't know if he was the sole reason, but it definitely juggled the lines. Yeah, it didn't help. Sure. Right. So, but it's funny. I saw, I don't know if I, forwarded you guys this meme where it was Stamkos had men with the uh uh was it the, the camp not the Campbell trophy the, the Prince of Wales trophy yeah and the Colin and, Campbell trophy <laughs> yeah and so they're walking and it's like when when you do none of the work and still get an A on the group project oh, yeah <laughs> so classic so, meme tagline <laughs> so you know what I don't know I don't know what exactly where he's at I would I would say though that the difference between Tampa and game one versus game two was quite different. Uh, it, I was thinking, you know, like after watching game one, you know, Dallas had a pretty good lid on the Tampa Bay lightning, although Kudobin was a big part of that. But then it got me thinking and he's nicknamed Dobby Dobby. I don't really know how to pronounce that house elves name from uh, Harry Potter. Dobby. 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 Dobby what's, suck Dobby Dobby is free (laughs) (laughs) but he dies in the seventh book spoilers hey hey Uh, yeah come on the seventh movie first of all uh yes Mm, seventh book seventh book (laughs) what what difference does it make anyway there's literally no difference read the books come on and so it makes me think i was like "Hmm, maybe the lightning in seven now i don't know i don't want to put that well i do want to put that in the ether because dobby 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 says nazem kadri's not a hall of famer (laughs) (laughs) dobby is dead to me (laughs) (laughs) you have not heard harry potter 
Anyway, um, we're, holy shit. Um, but yeah, oh so so I was I was thinking about that too. But um, I'm I just it's so great that the people of Texas are in the stadium and oh, as I'm yeah, talking about, it, starting to get heated. And yeah, uh, good for them. You know, what's the point of a bubble if we're going to sar- have people in the crowds, right? That was, that was sarcasm. So, well, do you, you want to kind of talk okay. about this? So, Cac, bring it up. Of course it's so. Texas. Of course hey, it's natural Texas. selection. Let them go for it. It'll wipe out half of them. We'll be fine. No, but fine. time out. Time out. If masks keep us safe, why can't they go in the arena? Masks don't keep out? us safe. They're just an added extra measure to keep us safe. They've been All right. So, then why, why, why is it? That the real, re- the real way to keep us safe is social <laughs> distancing. That was not social distancing. They can take those masks and wipe their ass with it because that's <laughs> useful as toilet paper for them at this point okay but we don't know if any of those people in that building had covid it's not like just because they probably don't know they can't afford to go get tested you don't know what do you mean testing's free dude i know it's a joke because (laughs) healthcare in the united but time out time out time out i i I understand i get it the optics (laughs) yes cac wants to get into this and he's like oh my god go on go on no no i'm just gonna say i get the optics like it doesn't look good you have all these people crowded in an arena watching their team in the Stanley Cup final. Not like we know what that's like. Um, I guess if for us, if it was happening, we'd just be able to stand outside. Um, but I don't get like, okay, I don't know. Cat, go on. Continue. <laughs> uh, I mean, the regulations that you're talking about, and I've, and I've looked into the regulations, they're good, but enforcing them, uh, good luck with that. I mean, that's like some, anything. That's like anything. Yeah, good true, luck. true. But it's just when you have, uh, I mean, the thing is, the problem is when you blur the lines, when you have shit that's open, there becomes no lines. There are no lines at all. So that's, I mean, it just, I just, I saw that and I found it interesting how none of the networks were, were showing that at all. They were showing fans at home celebrating. Yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why it's because they're going to get a shit storm on Twitter. That's why. Well, yeah. And, and, and well, it's just, it just goes ahead with the American motto. You know, we've, we've, we've been worrying about this for a long time. Now it's time to move on. Cause it's an inconvenience. eh? Oh, or not a home. Huh? <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah, I don't know. But the details. So the details of the watch party goes as follows. First of all, it started on game two with the Vegas golden Knights. Wow. So I found that was interesting that none of us but, had heard but, of it. Before you, today. Con- before you continue, this isn't run by the NHL. So this no. isn't the NHL's fault. It's not them to blame. If that's I don't think where that's you're what going to end up going. I don't think that's his point, really. No, no. I, I hope not. That's what I'm no. saying. Oh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not blaming Batman for this one for once. But uh, but the mask... <laughs> Bro, me. you have a cough button. Dude, you have a <laughs> mute button right there. I can't. How? Oh, dear. Like uh, that. so so the masks are mandatory which is good but having them like having people keep them on for three hours now the seating is grouped into pods so you have your own section and um so but it's a so it's about 20 percent of the 18,500 seating capacity that are allowed in so i'm guessing lower bowl but I just, I found it a little sus how, you know, the networks weren't really talking about it. And I guess because of the whole shit storm online, but Wait, it's just, but is it also that big of a deal? Well, well, then why did we have a bubble? Then why are we worrying about flying people in? Well, but that's what I was saying off the, off, off the air. I was saying that the reason they had a bubble, the NHL was having a bubble was because it limits the traveling. It limits a chance of getting contaminated. It limits people getting in contact with players and the, let's let's not get this twisted. The players are the reason why the league was oh. ended up coming back, right? As right. soon as one guy gets tested positive, the whole thing's going to shut down. It's going to be right. Rudy Gobert in the NBA 2.0, yeah. and the whole so world's going to shut down. It's more so. Again. It's more so. Well, for, I'm just saying, dude. It's about protecting yeah. I, I the agree. players it's because the, the players. players are the ones that are driving the game to continue. And yeah. if you want to limp, you the. The whole point was to limit exposure to the players, staff members, people who are going to be driving the game to come back. That was yeah, the whole point. Like of the I, I, I get the bubble part, but it also like it just looks bad on the NHL for allowing. Like, I mean, look at the NFL. But that's what like, I'm Chicago saying: is Bears, the NHL like, allowing a viewing uh, party uh, out of state, I mean, out of not, country? That, like, that's the thing. They're they're not allowing it. Good. I think CAC actually. I'm actually glad they didn't show it all over. Like the the broadcasts of the NHL right now, because like that would be even more irresponsible, but it's basically like, it's like they're promoting people to gather together. And that's obviously the wrong message. I mean, at what point does the NHL have a, a, 
do they have like a veto? Like, can they say no? You're not allowed to do that. Or, I, I don't. don't I would. I, I wouldn't think so. I would think it's up to the owner of the of the buildings, the state laws, and, the regulations, all I'm, that. That's what I was thinking too. I mean, I feel like that's a separate ordeal altogether. But at the same time, they're the ones who are deciding whether or not fans are allowed to sit in in the stadiums or not. So, like, even like 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 I said, look at the NFL, man. Chicago received a shit. First of all, Chicago is a shit show. It's like the freaking ground zero for coronavirus. And like, is it? They, I, haven't, I haven't actually been paying attention. Well, I it. just our buddy Jimmy, buddy, my buddy Jimmy, uh, the yeah. singer. Uh, anyway, so just, Jimmy's brother, the singer. Jimmy's um, brother, he came all the way here. You're not gonna listen to him sing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Um, he he lives in Chicago. Don't worry, Cat, we'll let you know. While. Yeah, we'll explain. Um, he he lives uh, he he lived in Chicago. I think he's back now. Um, but he was telling me like the streets were completely shut down. There were a shitload of cases constantly on the rise. Uh, and then they just had football fans in their stadium. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, and outdoor also, so with a mask just, spread out. Uh, they weren't spread out, dude. You should go look at the picture. Well, it uh, depends if you're coming with a group of six people. Is that considered your bubble or your family, whatever? So how they did it was like they separated people six feet apart in the rows, but the columns were like were I know. Oh, I on the entire column. Yeah, I so saw that one. Yeah, it didn't even. First of all, that didn't make any sense. Oh, that like someone, make sense. Yeah, someone <laughs> no. was like, "Question: Can you only get coronavirus if you're sitting horizontally?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. It was it was just stupid. It just you can only get it out. Of, you can only get it out of football game if you stand in a horizontal line. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're almost more likely if someone spits from above you and just goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's happened in your face. I honestly, I've done that. I did Cack, that. I don't want to hear about your sexual adventures, dude. No, 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 no. I'll look. So what he's I saying? There was a second spitter. <laughs> <laughs> that is one magic loogie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, oh, sorry. I was just thinking of other stuff right now. But but I was at, uh, at a game in February, and I'm talking. I'm trading words with this guy because he's mind, not minding his own business and pissing me off and he's sitting below me and I got so mad that I spat a little bit so you know it happens it happens right it does but, happen yeah say it but, don't spray it that's the motto yeah. uh, I did yeah. both so so but I think this is interesting I know I was coming down hard on it but I think that this is a beta for the NHL when it comes to next season I mean yeah like the Chicago thing you were mentioning that was stupid. Even theaters, like movie theaters, they yeah. have them spread out. You can't sit more than two people beside each other. Although right. there are people that try to, you know, mix and match. They have a lot less people there. So you have to, you have to strategize it a little bit. Right. So uh, yeah. hopefully they don't do the Chicago thing, but I, I just, I, I don't know. I think it's just funny. Cause like today marks, it, it, we're talking about it on the day that marks, excuse me, uh, the 200,000th death, uh, coronavirus-related death in the United States. Oh, I thought it was a hoax. Today. No, what? I thought it was a hoax. What was I thought hoax? coronavirus was a hoax. Oh, oh, oh. The, dino- meant- the dinosaurs Sorry. are fake. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. vaccinations give you autism, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, buddy, I mean, I, it drives me nuts, too. So, like, yeah, I just, I think it's kind of, you know, it just paints the picture it's kind of ironic i don't know if it's ironic i don't know if the def- I- irony just confuses me sometimes it is what it is <laughs> it, it is what it is no, it's, yeah, like, I mean, it's what i say it's what i say a lot the situation is what the situation is yeah mike, mike the situation yeah i thought that's <laughs> what you're referring to as well and his tax evasion remember that yeah do you guys remember jail. he got booked for tax evasion like years ago but i think he was on his way to jail because it took so long to go through and he posted a picture on his twitter and it was just him giving a blank stare like this <laughs> and it was like, jail in the background yeah he was going to jail he's like on his way to prison did you, did you ever see his bit on the donald trump roast on oh, central it was so bad dude he it was the worst thing i've so ever oh, hard. jeff ross so had, jeff ross had to go over there to save him it was oh, so yeah. pathetic he was wearing his like sunglasses like kind of half down and it yeah, was like oh, dude I- it was so awkward yeah it's because he was sober mike the situation no, I, I like, think he was messed up then. Uh, he had to be fucked up or something. I loved, I loved, I loved uh, Seth MacFarlane's little shot at him. He's like, and for all the, <laughs> he was just calling him slow. But anyway, <laughs> gotta get into it. Yeah. I just realized as I was saying, I'm like, eh, maybe not. Well, maybe uh, not. we'll we'll change topics now. So, um, the Arizona Coyotes. We'll do this quickly. Um, yeah. If you had a chance to sign one, if you're Bill Armstrong, first of all. 
and you had a chance to keep either Oliver Ekman Larson or Darcy Kemper, who would you rather keep? Ah, uh, OEL. It's tough. I mean, it's tough for a rookie. I think OEL's got about six, seven years left on his deal now, and Kemper's going to be a free agent in two. Um, OEL, I think, is at like seven million. Um, there's just rumors they just want to clear out some cap space. They, well, you know what I mean, um, they're going to try and move on for some guys. Maybe they're trying to do that to make room for Taylor Hall, which I still don't understand why Arizona yeah, wants. Why would they do that? So it's badly. ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely silly. I don't know. I mean, I think it's if anyone's proven how hard it is to find a defenseman, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I think he's a pretty <laughs> fucking good defenseman. So I don't, don't know why you wouldn't keep him. He ha- oh, holy shit. Okay, so he it's oh boy his cap hit is 8.25 million signing bonuses of 4 million in 2021 signing bonus of 5.25 million 2223 so it's most it's mostly cash heavy then so a team like but, the leafs would favor uh, that deal well, it's a smaller the cap, cap hit the cap hit is a, is troubling i don't know i think <laughs> it's it's a good thing that walking meme wasn't a gm because arizona is loaded with problems going into the season they've lost picks because of what happened before yeah. they they're they're hemorrhaging money to the point where they're trying to they're look i mean you can argue you can argue that they're some of their best assets so ekman larson hall kemper are not going to be there anymore right so I, I Kemper's been hit with some injuries, but uh, that's a tough plus or happen. minus three years. Arizona franchise folds. We've been saying that for uh, forever. We've been saying that forever. Gary Bettman, he's not letting them fold. Yeah. Um, if think- you guys, if you guys want a really good laugh, I think they introduced Bill Armstrong today, uh, the GM. You want to hear a couple quotes that uh, came out of the yes, presser, please? Um, Is it so, I'm screwed? <laughs> meet oh, far from that. Meet our new GM, Bill Armstrong. Quote. I didn't come here all the way to the desert to get a tan. I came here to win a championship. Weather, <laughs> weather has nothing to do with it. As I told him in the interview process, I'll see my house, the car, my office, and not much of Arizona. Well, Elaine Vigneault <laughs> said that he, you know, works hard in the bubble for 20 out of and 24 then, well, hours. Hold on. You want to hear what his follow-up quote was? His uh, quote on living in Arizona. I didn't realize how beautiful it was here. <laughs> I don't think I think you just said you weren't going to see much of it. So yeah, what's going on? What the hell is he talking about? It sounds like someone who's like, oh, what's going on here, like Robert? Oh, wait, Robert, that's Bob, not Bill. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> William, uh, William, yeah, Bill. <laughs> it sounds like someone who is nervous about you know like leaking the truth out to people. So they're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not here to do that or like whatever. But like, it sounds like that's exactly why. It's, I mean, he, uh, he will have a little bit of experience. He comes from St. Louis. Um, where he spent the last two seasons as the assistant GM um, behind Doug Armstrong. Doug Armstrong. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so, obviously, when we know what happened there. Mikey and the St. Louis Blues, because Mikey called it, um, they won the Cup in 2019. That's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they they beat Nashville in the playing round, so I guess they technically made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, got, they got a lot of work to do. Like, they do. They really do. They got the uh, Darcy Kemper was the reason they got out of that qualifying round. First and foremost, wasn't franchise Phil? No. Oh, it was not. oh, franchise <laughs> Phil with 38 points. Give yeah. me a break. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's, it's I, out of all the teams in the NHL that are probably going to have the biggest struggle going into this COVID 2021 season i think it's going to be the arizona coyotes they have a lot a myriad of problems to deal with for a rookie gm to take all that on uh i don't know maybe you do take a breath of fresh air every once in a while bill because you're going to need it uh shit like 30 points in 66 games for oel he has seven years left i think yeah, on his seven, seven years, I think, because I yeah, think he resigned I mean, last like, year. At who would the you match. rather yeah. have? Who would you rather have? Like, Shakira, but uh, <laughs> bringing that back, same, but uh, but you know, I know that's what Darcy Kemper is gonna want. You I'm know? not even talking about Kemper versus OEL, I'm talking about OEL versus Petrangelo. Who do well, you think on. deserves eight and a half million dollars more? Pierre Tangelo, yeah, I feel like I feel like Petrangelo. He, I, I mean, he's been on a team with that's had a solid roster for several years, but like, I don't know. The coyotes have been trash every year. Ekman Larson's played for them. So 
Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I don't, I don't know. You hear these rumors. One of the rumors being that OEL doesn't even want to be part of Arizona anymore. I'm sure. I thought that was the whole reason why he wanted to stay there. Well, but the problem is, I mean, Arizona's not the only one, but Arizona is the big one in terms of the play, the signing bonuses got delayed even more so after the NHL yeah, pushed them back. We, Super awkward. We, we never talked about that. Do you yeah. not, do you guys not find that as a complete joke it's that you have a major sports league? The NHL is a top four sports league in North America. I don't care what yeah, anyone yeah. says. I'm not counting college football because amateur athletes – um, I'm not counting any of that shit. So you got basketball, football, baseball, hockey, and you have one of the teams late on payments and not being able to pay guys. Yeah. What are you, like, well, yeah. Gary, well, get your head out of your ass. Well, that's what made me ask the question over under three years that they fold. Cause how can you just let that happen? How can a well, league Gary, like the NHL let that happen? You know? Well, it's, I'll tell you right now, if, cause once in uh, Gary Bettman, do you remember when the NHL owned the coyotes? I do. Oh, God, yeah. It wasn't even that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. So they'll do whatever it takes to keep them in the desert. And you know what? I mean, the only bias I have is because without hockey in Arizona, the, we wouldn't have a guy like Austin Matthews. <laughs> it's, You're it's not wrong. It's just a fact. Yeah, He's admitted but- he used to go to games with his uncle who had season tickets, and he watched Shane Doan, um, even like Keith Kachuk prior to before that. Like, So we wouldn't have it. So, But that's like the only reason why hockey's still there. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of scary, and it's also scary too. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but there were 17 teams that laid off a bunch of workers that were making 200, 100 grand a year. One, a few of those teams being original six teams, Montreal had a bunch of layoffs, and now, and I know teams a lot budget for salaries and stuff like that, but now you're going to want to go and get a, a defenseman at four or five million dollars, hypothetically. And you laid off a bunch of people that were making less than or around a hundred grand. Yeah, it's so tough it's to kind explain. of it's 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 kind of a joke, especially with the, a team like the Montreal Canadiens and the Boston Bruins that laid a, that furloughed a bunch of people without paying them any severance at all. It wasn't until like social media kind of got on their ass that they tried to make some strides. The Ottawa Senators, I think, have also been like their like coaches they're, have been getting 20% yeah. less of yeah, their I mean, paycheck. Well, with me, with me being like a... a beat writer with them now, I've had to do a lot of reading on the Ottawa centers and they're like Melnick and them. They're definitely being going to be hit the hardest. They already didn't spend enough money to begin with, yeah. you know, and now so the, yeah, they're cheap. the thing is, sorry, but what the Arizona coyotes is, they do have this new owner. Now you look at Mark Chipman or not. Is it Mark Chipman? The Thompson family with the Winnipeg jets, Winnipeg jets don't make any profit any year but the the thompson family are one of the most richest families in canada and one of the top 25 richest uh, families in the world so they can afford to do like take a hit so that but i don't know exactly how strong the arizona coyotes new new ownership is or newer ish ownership so so that's kind of i mean it's it's a problem for sure and if if you're delayed and you have to think that i mean hockey players talk a lot right amongst each other so if you aren't getting your huge signing bonuses and they're not and they keep getting delayed 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 yeah no one's going to want to come play for you no matter how nice the grand canyon well, you know what I, though uh, no but gee hold on so so the thing with these nhl teams with with sports teams in general and their owners is that they're very much so run like a big corporation yeah i know it's a uh, business so i mean the shit that they're doing is first of all it's it's a common practice across every single major corporation including all the banks including you know whatever so it's not shocking to me that they're doing that but i do find as you mentioned cat that teams who have an owner who isn't an investor they're an owner because they enjoy being an owner and they want to see the team actually do well those are the teams that do well even if you look at football uh, teams like the New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, like you know, he's he obviously has a major, major billion dollar fortune through Kraft and the, and the company. What's Kraft? He does ha, yeah, KD, yeah. Um, and they uh, and, and like he doesn't rely. I, I mean, I'm sure it's it's nice, but it's not like he's relying on the football team for his income, right? No, I mean, so it's it it definitely would help to be backed by someone who's not necessarily relying on the team for their to to make money it's not an investment to them it's it's more of an investment in winning a championship not an investment in that they can actually get a return on well so i I think this is sorry mikey this is just a perfect time to segue into the petrangelo talks because 
some of the rumors was that he wanted a lot of his contract to be signing bonus money. And that is basically signing bonuses, a big bag of cash on your front door on July 1st. Um, St. Louis has never given out a contract with signing bonus money. Um, the only time it happened, I think the only time they, they ever do it is when they inherit the contracts. They'll never create a contract with their own guys or guys are going to sign and give them signing bonus money. Um, and allegedly, that is one of the reasons where him and Pet, where Petrangelo and the team, they're just not seeing eye to eye. He wants a lot of money structured in signing bonus because, honestly, that's what all the top players are getting today. They're all getting signing bonus money. Their salaries are significantly less. They don't have to pay as much taxes on it. Um, with signing bonus money, you pretty much get all of it um, in your pocket. Um, we look is at an example. True? Well, I don't John, know if that's true. John Tavares, for example, you know, He's an 11 million AAV, but he gets a big signing bonus on July 1st. And his technically his team salary is like 700, 800 grand. So you get taxed on what you make, your salary, no? And his salary technically only comes in at 800,000 as opposed to, yes, to no, 11 I mean. million. Uh, you definitely still get taxed on the signing bonus. That's not what I'm saying. But it's less than what it would be if it was all accumulated towards your full salary. Um, I think I would have to fact check that because I don't think that's actually true. But Go ahead. Go ahead. You can fact check because I'm pretty sure that's what I've heard. You still get taxed on it, but it's not as much as what it would be if it's towards your direct salary. So Could what I'm saying is teams like the Leafs, they have that luxury where they can give out cash on July 1st. Like with this whole pandemic and everything, you got to forget. The Maple Leafs are owned by Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's the Toronto Raptors. It's the Argos. And it's Toronto FC. They're a multi-billion dollar corporation. If you think they're strapped for cash, you got another thing coming because they yeah. re-signed Raptors head coach Nick Nurse just last week, and their details came out. They're apparently giving him like $8 million a year. They're paying Mike Babcock just under $6 million a year to not coach the team. They got know, cash. Uh, so Mike Babcock. Well, they're paying him like $5 million a year regardless. Well, I thought it was like around six, but. Let's well, that's what I said. I said just under six. Oh, okay. I thought it was <laughs> over. I thought it was like 6.25 or something. Okay. Yeah, you right. got keep me all going. confused in my own. Regardless. Keep going, they're keep, they're keep basically going. paying them $6 million to not coach. Like they've got cash. So they can offer guys like Tavares, Marner, Matthews, Petrangelo. They can offer these kind of guys signing bonus money and bring down the cap hits or bring down the actual salary paid out throughout the year. Um, so that's kind of where the St. Louis talks have kind of stopped because they're maybe giving him allegedly 7.7 .7 over seven years, and there wants to be no signing bonus. And he's like, I'm not having any of that. Um, I want more, more signing bonus money. I want a little bit more than 7.7. .7. I get it. I get it from so, their perspective for sure. He wants, he wants that large lump sum of cash up front. And you know what? He probably deserves it. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. He's probably earned it. It's Stan, like Stanley Cup champion, captain, Stanley Cup champion, team, captain. He's a shutdown defenseman, medal. Team Canada, gold medal. Yeah. I and mean, honestly, how often do these kind of guys come around? No, ne not it's very almost often. never. That being said, I don't know if, I don't know if I'd want him on the Leafs. So, some wow. just, so the Leafs are paying him $6.25 million for the next few years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and so so there's that. But I'm looking at Alex Pietrangelo. He had player bonuses like 2.35 million in 2010 through 2013. So three years of player bonuses at 2.35 million. He got signing bonuses on his ELC. So I the thing is he wants secured money. That's what it is, right? That's well, that I think that's exactly what it is. And that's the problem. But that's given, the signing bonus money. That's secured money yeah, that you're guaranteed yeah, but, that no matter what. But I don't know how much would the St. Louis Blues be possibly hemorrhaging right now because of the pandemic. Well, that, like, but that's the thing. There's, they, they don't even give out signing bonuses to begin with. I know. So it's even worse. But it's not saying that he's not going to resign. They're not. They're not. They well, might suck it up for their captain, he, the guy who did, brought them a cup. Like he did get signing bonuses of eighty-seven-five in his ELC. Yeah, but okay, that's what. That, it's nothing. peanuts, man. You're not giving him ten million dollars. Like, they probably fired some. Some like. Yeah, just to cover it. Yeah, exactly. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I, it's a very, it's, this is, I mean, of all the years to be a free agent, this is definitely one of the worst ones because it sucks. Yeah. Because you can't, 
I mean, let's face it. The cap's going to be frozen for three to four years, possibly five. Hopefully not. But uh, so there's no much. There's not much wiggle room. So do you take a, a quote unquote bridge type of deal for two Ooh. three years and then see what happens after that? I mean, he's going to be on the other side of of. 30 in a couple yeah. of, uh, like he's going to be like 33 34 in a few he's years pretty much there yeah like is he he's 30 now 30, he'll be 31 yeah, in like, january yeah like, so that's pretty old i mean i don't want to pay a 31 year old eight yeah. and a half million dollars to maybe get three good years out of him before he starts to be carl osner but it's uh, just well don't even say that carl is trash yeah carl <laughs> osner was never that great so yeah, so he was, he was i do, do we <laughs> yeah. like, i mean this is it's funny. We just, we have this, I mean, this is what we were trying to avoid with all these lockouts that it was like not going to spiral out of control to this point. And, and it's looking like that it is. I mean, he's definitely going to want to bump from 6.5 million, uh, 8.5 million. No signing bonus was not good enough. So yeah. What, what's he asking for? I don't know. What's PK Subban making? Well, oh, PK's making nine. Nine. So that's what he's saying. saying. But and what's uh, and and who else? Uh, well, Roman Yossi's making. What's nine. Drew Doughty making? Like 11? eleven. Yeah, Drew. eleven. But he has no agent, and it wasn't uh, lockout protected. Money. And that was a couple years ago, and it was Doughty yeah. and Carlson at the same time. And he's not getting eleven. Um, he should. If comparing like, well, according to I those mean. guys, like, but you, it ain't happening. That's exactly what I'm saying, though. Like if you're comparing him to you know his peers in the league, then. Arguably, he's got. Well, he a point. should get the he should get the Roman Yossi deal. What is it? Nine million over seven eight years. I mean, if he leaves uh, St. Louis, he's only going to get seven. He's but just like, too old for that. Like, <laughs> he's not though, man. Like thirty. You're gonna let 30, this guy 31? play till he's 37, 38, 39? Dude, but you never know how he can age. Like he's never really. Yeah. He's always kind of been. He's progressively gotten a little bit better every year. Um, defensemen, they always take a little bit longer to develop. Holy so, shit. like. You, it's there's no formula that's gonna like say 33 is gonna he could but yeah but i was just gonna say there's no formula that so, or algorithm that says at 34 he automatically falls off a cliff no so, like, i agree more often large, than not it's not gonna work out don't get me it's wrong a large exactly it's a large investment into you know a, a somewhat aging but, asset but if you're telling me teams like vegas uh winnipeg toronto mm-hmm. um like there's probably other teams out there off the top edmonton like they're not gonna not offer him that much money. Like those teams need a kind of guy like that. Yeah, no but they have how to. Old he is. So, but the thing is, they have to create the room first to even well, volley it. for him, right? So well, Winnipeg's got some room. Dustin Bufflin came yeah, off but the does books. Pierre Tangelo want to go to Winnipeg? I mean, no one wants to go to Winnipeg. Do you well, want to win again? Uh, well, they have I don't a better know. chance than the Leafs, I would think, if they can sign him. <laughs> Not according Winnipeg. to Brian Burke. Brian Burke thinks well, that the Leafs are the best Canadian team. What a fucking idiot. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Roman Yossi, his cap hit is nine million, nine point zero five nine million. But he has so here's where it's weird. So his base salary is seven hundred and fifty grand, but his signing bonuses are eleven million this year. Well, there you go. That's or, like the, those the Leafs year, deals. Yeah. Ten million the following year. Nine million the following year. But the base salary, it's it's very like you got to look at cap friendly because I'm not going to go through it all. No, but yeah, yeah. It's 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 a heavy, heavy, heavy bill at least for the next three years for them. For sure, but I the reason why this episode is the Petro sweepstakes is it's not it's very rare that a guy yeah. of his well, stature, his caliber, a captain just came off a cup and becomes available. Yeah, I agree. I and agree. There's other there's going to be other defensemen out there like people forget like Tori Krug is going to hit the free agent market. And Boston, they're going to have a tough time trying to bring him back for what he wants because... What does he want? This, what would you give him? Well, I mean, at least five and a half. At least. I would, I would sign him for five and a half. Of course, but he's probably going to want more than that. He's going to have to look at... Also, just by the way, I, when I saw the, the Petro sweepstakes up there, I thought I first thought in my head was Rick DiPietro for some reason. I was so confused oh, for a second, but... Talk about confused. Why are there balloons behind you? Oh, thank you for yeah. asking, Mr. Kakamo. Uh, I, actually, my plan was to leave them there for the entire episode and not say a word about them. But, uh, <laughs> uh, they're actually to celebrate the Tampa Bay Lightning's first uh, Stanley Cup playoff. Well, uh, that's a lie. Win. It is a lie. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend got them for me today. Uh, I had to go to downtown Toronto. Uh, I was supposed to be sworn in to be a Greek citizen today. It didn't happen. It was Shut a the fuck up. Are you serious? How did we not know about this? 
it was, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been a process to get it done, but it's been a pain in the ass, so it hasn't happened yet. So, yeah, I figured I would use it. That's why you had the day off today. Oh, I'm sorry, Correct. bud. Yeah, I oh, thought I, mean, I thought you were I thought you were Kramer, and those are your everyday balloons. <laughs> you know what? Especially in these these trying times, everyday balloons sound like a great idea. So we should make that a thing. I'm gonna get a different set of balloons. Every we have. Time. I got a balloon that it's not like one of the ones that you have behind you, but it's a birthday balloon, and it and it's been there for three years, and it's still it's still kicking. Back to wow. Pierre Tangelo, though, he's been on the rise. What do you, like, what I, do you call him? What do you yeah, call him? what do you who do you Don Cherry? <laughs> yeah, Alex <laughs> Peter Angelo. Hi, Alex Peter Angelo, good Canadian boy from King City. Let me tell you, that's all I gotta say about that. Um, what did I say? I don't know, Peter Pietrangelo. Yeah, Pietrangelo. Just call him Pietrangelo. Make it easy, Alex. So Alex, yeah. <laughs> our good buddy Alex, his stats have been pretty good. I mean, this the playoffs. He was still all right. I mean, despite. The, the them getting bowed out after nine games so i in terms of him falling on the short side after he's around 34 35 you look at shea weber and he's still really good however there's a lot of injuries so i, I when you get the other side of 35 how much more how much well, less can, valuable do you get right Depends you also, on the player i guess for sure but you can also even point to zidane ochara like the guy's like forty two. He might not. Yeah. He might not be the guy he once was when Boston was a tear. He's still a usable asset though. Yeah, he's also and it's because he's it's because he's seven feet tall and he's but, dirty as fuck. But that's what I mean. There's always going to be those kind of guys, and usually you can kind of tell halfway through the career that they'll be able to have a role in the NHL for a long yeah. time. Um, but moving on from the Petrangelo sweepstakes, because a lot of teams are going to be going after him. Toronto has like every site dedicated Dude, to making it know, work yeah i want to know whether whether you think he would be a good fit for the leafs or not i do think he would be a good fit but it comes at what price and for how long and that's pretty much it well, of i course. mean I of mean, course he's a good fit he's a good yeah. fit on every no, team in the I'm nhl i would love to have him on my team but would you do you think the leafs can afford another eight million dollar plus contract on oh their, they their can afford roster? it but then you have to go find guys on one-year deals, yeah. two-way contracts that make seven hundred thousand. Yeah. It's not and how that you is build just. It's team. no way to build a hockey team. Exactly. It's not how you build a hockey team. Um, they, they, you yeah, you would have to lose all your depth at that point. I mean, well, we, listen, we really should get into a conversation about if we wanted to make a push for him, who would we give up to do so? Yeah, I mean, we can like, have that. We can have I, that conversation I, in the off season because no, next but quickly, week there won't be. But, I'm still saying move Marner to the right side defense. See where that gets you. Let's go crazy. Let's go nuts. I like it. I like that. 2020 is a crazy time. Well, it's definitely it's definitely no secret that you have to get of a you have to get rid of a big contract because he's gonna Petrangelo will bring in a high number and you're gonna have to move guys out. And as much as I love John Tavares the player, that contract from day one is gonna bite the Leafs in the ass. And it's like John Ferguson Jr. all over again, not give, giving guys no moves, no trades as much money as you want, obviously a different time, but it ended up screwing the Leafs. But anyway, speaking of how not to build a hockey team, um, do we know what Bill Guerin's doing in Minnesota? Um, no, when Buffalo <laughs> wins a trade, you know, it sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. go on. So Bill Guerin, he traded Eric Stahl for Marcus Johansson, a one for one deal. Um, Marcus Johansson, uh, he's got one year left at four and a half million. Um, mini- uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, Eric Stahl, he's got one year left at $3.25 million. Eric Stahl's the better player. It was not that long ago. He had like 40 goals. I think it was two years ago. He's still going to be – he's still a valuable piece. Still but a good when, player. In, in a straight-up one-for-one hockey deal, you'd think yeah. you'd have to win it on the money side or the Something. term side, but they been at Minnesota. I don't know what this deal was. Um, maybe they're getting ahead of it. They think they can re-sign Johansson, but like – Dude, well, I mean, they I also brought in on. Nick Bustad for some weird reason, did they not? So yeah, uh, um, yeah. So they so let's signed him to a hefty price too, like six mil or something like that. No, that's Jonas Brodine. Oh, they resigned Brodine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was kind of weird because Buffalo never. And I love Eric uh, Stahl's like videos. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. To so exciting to here. eat wings and watch like, the Buffalo Bills. I'm like, are you happy, Eric? You might want to tell your face. So, um. <laughs> The thing is with the Eric Stahl deal, or I guess the trade, mind you, I think Minnesota, I think the the rumor going around is Minnesota wants a top center in free agents. 
who's the top center? Because Hall's a they're, winger. Yeah, so and they're, letting, they're letting Koivu go too. And that's the other thing about Koivu too, right? So, you know, that's a lot of, I mean, I guess cap space. And Marcus Johansson hasn't been really that much of a goal He had a good threat. run. He had a good run a couple of years ago with Boston in the playoffs when they got him at the deadline. But ever since then, he's done nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like a meh. So, he, I mean, look, I mean, Eric Stahl had 42 goals three seasons ago. He had 47 points in 66 games on a weird, very weird, weak uh, wild squad. He had five points and four playoff games uh, for the wild. So I, this is a player and you know, he's, he, he picked up, you know, he had a, he got a second wind. So I love this trade for the Sabres because it gives them like a second, third line center option. Oh but, yeah. It's, it's a great deal for the Sabres. I mean, yeah. there's also the connection with Kevin Adams. They played together in Carolina. They yep. won the cup together. Eric Stahl, like you said, he got a second win. He scored 40 goals not too long ago. Uh, he's going to be a leader and a mentor on this young Buffalo Sabres team for guys like Eichel, especially Eichel, um, yeah. Darlene. But there's also Jeff Skinner there. Um, they had uh, the one kid, Victor Olofsson, who's a good piece, I think. Who made the all-rookie team. Did you guys see that? I did. Um, a lot of people. I love uh, Olmark in net. I think he's going to be a really good goalie, but it's Buffalo, so who the hell knows what's going to oh. happen there. But Buffalo's had a history of giving away goalies who end up panning out. Yeah. <laughs> Robin Leonard being the one I can remember mostly off the top. Yeah, of my but head. at the time, Leonard wasn't. But, I mean, but he I, had of his course, but that's what I'm saying. In Buffalo, they never do well, and then yeah. boom, see you later. Um, he had that Lou juice in New York. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it's a weird deal. Buffalo wins the trade um, for sure. For one, so Minnesota letting Stall go, letting Koivu go, re-signing Brodeen is such a hefty deal. They're probably going to have to let Matt Dumba go now. Or that's the other yeah like what happens to him i just it, it, uh, there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of moving pieces expect i think it's october 9th that's when this free agency yeah. thing opens up expect a lot of chess pieces to be moved across the board uh holy shit skinner's making nine million a oh, year. Dude, boy yeah. that's bad well you know what he came up at the perfect time because he had an unbelievable season going into a contract year yeah, Buffalo but, Sabres were mm. desperate to keep a guy like that. And he was like, you have to pay me whatever I say because I will leave. And Buffalo's like, no, please don't leave us. We need someone. <laughs> um, love so, me, love me. Yeah, he's, Jeff Skinner just came up at the perfect time and had yeah. the perfect season. And that, what is, how much, he signed full term, didn't he? It was like, yeah, it's like eight years, nine oh, years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, the full eight years at nine million per. But see, this is where That's this is where brutal. free agency is always so fun to watch. Because those deals always get handed out where it's like, yeah, that's good yeah, for a year uh, or two. And then, my gosh, how I the hate the, are you going to get rid of that? I hate yeah. the contract year. I hate the contract year oh, because it's, it's such a mirage. Like, come the on, best you look player, at- Alexei Kovalev, was always a stud contract year. Oh, and then I know. he would fall off the face <laughs> would, of the earth. It would fuck off, yeah. He would, it's run, so in, true. He would run into, um, who was Buddy that he ran into on Boston? Oh, was that so- uh, oh, in Boston? Glenn, was it Glenn Murray when he oh, ran yeah. into, when he had fake the wrist? He's all oh, that. Wrist. Oh. I remember watching that in a hotel room, buddy, and like, oh, I was so mad. Oh, man. Every time I see that highlight, I just want to throw something. Yeah, but, but like I could rip a puck, though. Yeah, I mean, when it's a contract year, yeah, he gets 84 points. Next season gets 48, and it's like, oh, he has another deal coming up. Here's 65 points for you. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, um, so back to Minnesota. Uh, the Miko Koivu thing, I mean, it was just, he's he's not the player well is it strange i mean i don't know if they want to burn all the old uh the foundation to the ground i mean koi was a guy i guess you have to sacrifice let's face it 5v5 his offense is no longer effective he's no longer there right you're absolutely right he's okay defensively but his pk is a little you know suspect and also he's a good playmaker but he always struggled as a goal scorer and he and it's been regression ever since that so he could be a good fit on the fourth line well that's I, what i'm saying right hey the leafs should have a fourth line of the leafs should have a fourth line of spetsta thornton and koivu oh god are you kidding me? <laughs> i'm joking I'm, of course i'm kidding i, find I would take way. that you wouldn't take that no, no, I wouldn't take that, dude. A Are you fourth line me? of Spets <laughs> at Thornton and Koivu? Dude, that's like my dream fourth line. I wouldn't Did want you not just hear what Kak just said about Koivu? He literally cannot do anything offensive. 
That's not what your fourth line is for. Why do you, why do then we why have even to keep having him? this conversation? You don't sign a fourth liner because you're going to get Miko Koivu's not goals. a fourth line player. You're not signing him yeah. to put him on the fourth but line. If he <laughs> is on the Leafs' fourth line, I'm okay with that. That's no. what I'm saying. So I would love to have a non-fourth line player on my fourth line. And their job is not to score goals. Get that mentality out of your head. I would That's love ridiculous. to have a non-fourth line player on my fourth line, this guy just said. Take yeah. that in. I, if he's I, a, no, a third line, second line caliber, then yeah, put him on. Uh, I, I don't want to say. I think he's no, third line man, caliber. No, <laughs> You I need balance. Well, I, just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I think... I, I, you need I, balance. I just because the guy's lost his offensive touch. Oh, he's a fourth line player now. Let's just stick him down there. All of a sudden, he's going to make hits. He's going to play exactly like Leo Komarov. what happened with Spezza. How old is Koivu? Like 33? He's oh, like 35, no. I think. 35, yeah, I think. he's old as shit. I mean, Spezza was a first line center <laughs> for a long time. And then, he, and then now he's on the fourth line. That's what happens when you get old. Sorry. Yeah, but he could still produce a little bit at least. Oh, shit. He's 37. Yeah, oh, he's dude, no way. Shit. No way, Koivu. That's what I'm saying. Pack your bags and go to Del Boca Vista. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, I, I, I only was saying that because, like, Mike's going to want to Mike's gonna wanna bring back Scott Niedermeyer and sign him to play fifth, six line minutes for the D man. Hey, have you seen him I surf? Would. He's in good shape. No, I would <laughs> definitely. I, fuck, I'd bring fucking Kovalev back to play. I don't Mike wants uh, to bring back. Mike wants to bring back, like, the 03 04 lease. We'll sign Owen Nolan, Joe Owen Newendike, Nolan. Brian Leach, Glenn, Glenn Wesley. Wow. What a, what we'll a br- squad. Bunch of 37 we'll, year olds. They'll just stick him on the fourth line. I want Ponikar. Rovsky back, dude. They, they brought Doug Gilmore just for a game, and that was it. Yeah, didn't he get hurt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he got hurt, and that was it. No more, no more Gilmore. I dude, think I remember, I remember that. that. It was against Calgary. I, re- I remember that yeah. I remember. in Calgary too. I was yeah. excited. I was like, "Oh, Gilmore's back on the Leafs," and then he wasn't. <laughs> Good smile though. So yeah, and he nice. could shatter a door. So nice hair though. Oh, um. body. <laughs> Uh, boys, I think that just about does it for uh, oh. episode 39. Is there anything else you want to touch on quickly? One little thing, uh, because I saw this in the, and I don't know if I forwarded this to you, but Lundqvist, Henrik Lundqvist told, and we have uh, Libor Hijek, who's the defenseman for the Rangers to thank for this. But Lundqvist told his teammates that he played his last game after the game three loss in the qualifying round to the wow. Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Hank said to the, the guys that he didn't know what's going to happen, what will happen to him. I know he, what's going to happen. The Rangers, uh, he, he suspects that the, well, there's only two ways that this can go, but he says that the Rangers are either going to trade him or buy him out. So either way, he, he's going to be on uh, the Las Vegas golden Knights next year, backing up Robin Leonard. Oh, but dude, he's th- how old Lenquist? He's 35. Let's just sign him to the Leafs. Why not? <laughs> Everybody. That's not the- what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> let's put him. Let's just okay. sign him. I want a non. I want a goalie who can play non goalie. Well, I mean, how old anymore. is Eric Stahl? Thirty <laughs> four. No, older than oh, that. He might be a little bit older than that, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I mean, if he's still Koivu's a good 37, player, so because just because uh, they're 37, 35, 35. I mean, you were you you had the complete opposite uh, opinion on this when we were talking about it before. Just because who? someone on Petra Angelo, you're like, oh, just because they get it old, 35, 36, 37, doesn't mean they're gonna be a bad player. There's- yeah, but dude, we don't know that yet. We know what we have with Miko Koivu. <laughs> but hold I, on, I, I don't think he's a bad player. Is personally. is is Henrik yeah, Lund- not a first first line second liner? Is Henrik Lundqvist's brother still available? Like, oh, have yeah. we not his checked twin it? brother? <laughs> his twin brother that we're so obsessed with apparently. Can we just play the sit on the bench? Here, yeah. here, here. The perfect 2020 thing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put Marner on right defense. We're going to sign those guys. And then we're going to get uh, uh, we're going to get a hold partially uh, of, of Henrik Lundqvist because it's going to be retained by the Rangers. And we're going to move him on right wing. You know what? I, yeah, it sounds I, like a leafy thing to I, do. I wouldn't even be mad if Marner moved into a defensive. Oh, room. shut up, wouldn't man! Even be mad about it. <laughs> wouldn't even be mad, dude. He's at this this year. He was better as a defensive yeah. offenseman than he was at during. What do you have to What do you have offense. to lose at this point? Right, you're already strapped half of your cap in these like, guys. It, yeah, it, yeah, that's the thing. You better get some usage out of them one way or another. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah so, and then just quickly one more time, uh, the all-rookie team was Elvis Merzlikens, Quinn Hughes, Kale McCarr, Dominic Kubalik, Victor Olofsson, and Nick Suzuki. So, yeah, I can't. I have no arguments with that. <laughs> Suzuki, played, Suzuki played great in the in the playing round in round one. Yeah, yeah so, good for him. Yeah, he's so. going to be a good piece. Um, yeah, that's it. 
guys, that just about does it for episode 39. I don't know. Did you guys feel like this was a good one? I feel like we talked a lot not about hockey. I don't know what the fuck we <laughs> talked about. I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like I had so much more to say. And I, I know. Me too. I feel too. like we I, get through Well, anything. say it now and forever hold your peace. Well, I'm looking at it. We talked, about, we talked about the cup final. We talked about the Coyotes. We talked about Billy Guerin being a weird fucking GM. Um, <laughs> We talked about the Leafs and Peter Angelo, um, Bugner, the awards, the world. Oh Union. yeah, but we, we we covered it all. We said Bugner, he's no longer the intern. I find yeah. that a little interesting. I mean, there Bobby were other Dogs. options that San Jose could have used. Uh, For really, sure. that guy? I mean, I don't know. Ah, well, he did it. I guess he t- kind of turned a corner with them when he came in towards the end of the year. But San Jose was trash. Well, uh, all year. Does let's well let's see. Hopefully, he doesn't take too much notice of his uh, his living arrangements. You know, doesn't get too distracted by. All the nice play, isn't that what uh, Buddy did? Yeah, Armstrong, but, yeah, about- Armstrong. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm only oh, going to be oh, seeing Arizona. my house, oh. my car in the arena. I have I'm no not interest look. in seeing. I'm the not desert. even going to look at. I'm the not even going to look at Arizona sunsets. But, I'm not even going to look at Arizona, but man, I'm not it's even beautiful. Do that. A beautiful yeah. place to see. Exactly. Then yo, oh, I didn't know about the Black Lives Matter thing. I've been it's working 20 hours a day. It's well, parallel to Mike's. I, I I want an offensive guy who can't do offense. <laughs> That's not what I said, but anyways. <laughs> That's not what we'll, re- said, we'll review the tape, right. but anyway. But guys. no, uh, yeah, so Dallas and Tampa, it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah go Dallas, Dallas and Tampa, game three tonight. Um, I believe puck drop is around seven or eight just because it's out in Alberta. Um, but game three goes tonight. Um, we'll see what happens there. Uh, check out us, <laughs> YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Face Off Hockey Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, share. Please. Same thing goes with our social media. You can find our names here at the bottom. Um, you can follow us at faceoff puck pod. And hopefully next week we have our official announcement of our promo. You guys can go check out Bean Bundle. Uh, do it now. Check it out before you make a purchase when we have our promo code for you. Yeah. yeah. Don't I mean, do it now. Like, Don't do it now. Don't do it now. Yeah. If you like coffee the way that I like coffee, I'm sure you'll you'll have a good time. I'm CAC is a different story, but we're gonna get them on it. Maybe uh, not. You know what? I don't want well, no, if they, coffee. Hey, if they have hot, cho- yeah. if they have yeah. hot chocolate, I'll, I'll I'll do that. But uh, I'm not sure. But guys, yeah. guys, guys, you know, if you want a good pregame, you know, you know, wait till next week though. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't guys. do it so, now. As always, get ready for it. Yager, salute.